Hello everybody and welcome to tell me about that and come on down to our store where you can get the finest goofs the finest gags and the silliest jokes for low low prices you can see right here we got ourselves a little running gag that's only gonna cost you about $12.99 and on the other side there we've got you know recurring characters and silly little games to play and those are only $8.99 I mean you're losing money if you're not coming in here what else we got fellas well, uh, just over here we have a, a model of Middle Earth, but it's just the middle of the Earth, not the, you know, well-known Lord of the Rings, Middle Earth. Visual gag, nice, love to see it. What about you, Ryan? Yeah, um, we actually have this really good special going on where you can buy any one of our um, limited-time goofs and gags um, and get a free jape along with it. Oh, I mean, I've actually heard great things about our japes. I personally don't partake in them just because I'm... They're not for everybody. Me. Yeah, it is a little upsetting to the stomach, but... Um, don't let that keep you away from the japes. Really good stuff. Come on down, ask for Jack, ask for Jeremy, ask for Ryan, and we'll get you set up right away. Well, my two brotherly companions, uh... We are once again here, sitting down at our round table to record the podcast, and this time, we are in the throes of summer. The, the, the hot, hot heat is beating down on all of us. Uh, Jeremy does live in Texas, so I guess it's like this all the time, but for us yep. northerners, um, it has now begun to be the time when it gets hot. And I'll That's tell you culture, what- folks. Yeah. I took a- hardened. I took a, a little trip yesterday to an amusement park for the first time in a very long time. Very fun. It was hot as hell outside. Luckily, there was a water park, and that got me thinking. Water parks are kind of the only, like, public amusement space where you are, like, actively encouraged to fuck with the strangers around you. Like, water parks, you'll walk around, and there's, like, a water gun that you can just shoot at huh. anyone, or, like, buckets <laughs> high up that are filling up, but you can tip your, you know, whatever right. you want, so you tip the water down, like... It, or just like just like the log flume thing where like you stand on the bridge and it like Yeah, you shoot like the people on the ride with you. water. Yeah. Exactly. Like it water parks are so wild for that. Like you don't walk into a normal theme park and they're like, here's a rubber band gun and you can pretty much just <laughs> aim that at whoever you want for the rest of the day. It's just part of the fun, you know? And, and no and nobody gets upset by it because it's part of the rules. It's part of the rules of the water park. Right, and, you're not, you're not usually off. You're not firing a potato cannon at, at King Daka. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Can you and usually, the, <laughs> you, you like, pay five dollars and you get to drop the spud like in a mortar into the top of the, the barrel. It's like that. Uh, it's like the uh, Toy Story ride where you're like, like that arcade thing, the 3D one, but instead of Toy Story, you're just shooting roller coaster, <laughs> roller coaster, different different types of roller coasters. It just, like, there's a track around the park, and you're shooting, like, little foam balls yeah. at people, but they're going, like, 85 miles per hour, right. the, the people on the ride. And they've got so, a like, solid steel center. <laughs> every every core to it. Yeah, every ball is two inches of foam with, one, with a one-inch oh. diameter steel ball inside. How about this? Every other ball. You never know what's going to come one out. One in 25 oh. balls <laughs> is, is metal cord. It's, it's those it's, are the special ones that 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 existed at what's what's it called Action Park the one that one that got closed down because it was like yeah so oh, yeah park. I'm never sure, I'm sure they would have liked that. I also thought when I was there I was thinking about 
amusement parks are always like, oh, welcome, have a great time at our park, blah, 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 blah. But like, what if there was a park? Or like, sorry, it's more of, there's usually like, you know, welcome to this place. We hope you have a great time and, you know, follow these rules, blah, blah, blah. Get up on these slides. We want to see you out there. I want to go to an amusement park where it, it, it is a totally legal above the board park, right? You know, everything's checked up on, like it's not sketchy. Uh -huh, but everybody yeah. who works there and all the theming is like it's supposed to be a secret, like a secret theme park that is okay. under Ooh. the table. So like you get up to a slide, right? And the worker's like, you know, there's stuff going on. The worker goes like, hey, come, let's go, come, quick, go, 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 go. It's your turn. Go, go, go. <laughs> and they're giggling and you're giggling. And, you know, the announcements instead of like, please fasten all, it's like, no riding in this park. No fun. <laughs> uh, it's we don't we don't We're do that here. This announcement to nobody. All there's laughter a, is <sighs> prohibited, and don't go on the rides. All the attendants are there to make sure you don't. And then they're always like, "Come on, let's go get on the ride." <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a lot of like security walking around that like they can take you away if you're seen doing any of the rides, but. Then when they take you away, it's actually just uh, like the coolest ride in the park. Yeah, that's how you it's you have to prove that you're willing to break the rules to get to the cool section. Of the park. <laughs> and they also give you an ice cream cone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they pat you on the head. Yeah. Give you a little spinny they, hat. they speak. They speak affirmations to you. <laughs> All the maps are like, you know, like prohibited. Don't go here. Don't ride this. You know, that Ooh. kind of stuff. That's what or I'm the theming is that it's a shut-down theme park. <laughs> that it's abandoned. And all the employees they those, like, hide. So it looks like you're the only one there. But then when you get to the ride, they're like, Okay, please put on your seatbelt and pull the lap bar. I'm just going to check that real quick. And then their arm comes out of the bushes and they check your safety restraints. Because <laughs> it is, you know, it is still a safe theme park. I want to emphasize this. The elude, the fun and the excitement is that it, it looks sketchy, right? but it's not. Do you think that would ink? I feel like, I feel like that might be the safest theme park in the country, right? Because if one thing goes wrong, <laughs> you're boned. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. That's not a great look. Yeah. So, you're yeah, you're you literally one sure. step away from being closed down. <laughs> like, like you're all you're all but there at that point. You yeah. You already have like you don't even have to change your announcements or anything. You just like put yeah. a padlock on the front door and you're yeah, good. You don't have to put up any new <laughs> <Yeah>. signs. <laughs> I think we just came up with the perfect theme park. Yeah. I guess we can't release this episode. <laughs> Look for us in the next fifteen years while you see our giant lawsuit that we're <laughs> well, dealing with. Yeah, you'll see us on the news. <laughs> But what you won't see on the news are some of these Reddit questions. Oh, good one. Um, thank you. Uh, join me as we adventure into the land of stupid questions and try to figure out why in the world were they asked. The first question coming at you in a medium lukewarm tub is, what's up with those people that give off, quote, tall vibes, but aren't that tall when you get close? Like, how do they even do it? Now, okay, none of us. We, before we get into this question, I want you each to think of one person that has tall vibes that is not actually tall. Okay. Would you like me to tell you? Or is this a Yeah, no, no, please. Thing? I'd love to hear. <laughs> just, just think about them. <laughs> well, I'm, 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 I'm uh, Kevin Hart. 
Kevin Hart does not have tall vibes. His whole thing is being short. I disagree. He's literally... No, well, see, every, no, first Jax. of all, I'm not a fan of Kevin Hart's comedy. But second of all, every joke that Kevin Hart has ever made is about how small he is. <laughs> uh, but see, the thing is, I don't ever... I, the only thing I know about Kevin Hart is that he's a comedian. So I don't you're know if I've so ever actually... You're saying, because you don't know anything about this person, they have tall vibes? <laughs> I guess, I, I guess, I guess in comparison to his real height. Okay. Okay, you know what has tall vibes? Jackie Chan. That's true. Jackie That's Chan does answer. have tall vibes. Yes. How, all right, here we go. How tall is Jackie Chan? 8'6". <laughs> He's 5 oh, foot 9. He's not that tall. Oh, okay. I'm literally Perfect. the same height as Jackie Chan. Wow. <laughs> as I look uh, down at my, my own body. <laughs> wow. Maybe I'm Jackie Chan. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, I was gonna do all three of us, but I honestly can't. Think I don't. Of I, yeah, I don't one. think anything. Jackie, tops Chan Jackie Chan is really a perfect example. <laughs> I would imagine Jackie Chan to be pretty tall. Um, yeah, if, if I do nothing about him. Yeah, if I if I like Jeremy only knew Jackie Chan's name and occupation. <laughs> if I, I only knew Jackie Chan from person. his comedy, <laughs> from his stand up. Did, I would if if you told me Jackie Chan did some stand up at some point in his lifetime, I would imagine I would believe he it. Did. I mean, he's done comedy movies and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Jackie Chan stand up all... comedy. No, just kidding. This is this is comedy about Jackie Chan. <laughs> it's not the same thing. <laughs> oh, that's a. I thought you were making up this title oh. for Jackie Chan. This is a real thing. Yeah, I mean, I googled Jackie Chan stand-up comedy, and there was just, like, comedians with the words Jackie Chan in the title, which means that they're I making see. jokes about Jackie Chan, which I don't know how you ever could. Least jokeable human He's in the so world. so tall. The, the Rush Hour movies were serious police <laughs> <Yeah>. dramas. <laughs> you ever seen Jackie the show Chan Blue Bloods? Jackie Chan is notorious for his that. lack of, of humor and his inability to, to find... Levity in the small stuff. <laughs> um, I mean, this person. I, just, I honestly, I, know, I just man. think this person's not that tall, and they just want to give off tall vibes. So then, how do I do it? Oh, right. they're, oh yeah, they're that's true. They they're, do trying say, to, they're trying to replicate. They do say like, how do they even do it? Which does imply a sense of amazement you know, at it. Yeah, like yeah, wow, wonderment. how do they do it? I think I, I legitimately think it's a skill they're trying to learn. Like they're they're trying to go to like dot com. Not a sponsor, but yeah, really, damn. <laughs> You're just gonna let that there for them for free. Cut that, <laughs> scrub that from the record. <laughs> it's gonna be bleep dot com, <laughs> which may not be. We can't better. even give them the dot com. That's too much. Um. Okay. What What is your tip for being tall? Well, I feel like we're all five well, nine, five ten. Well, first of all, it's not being tall, Jeremy. It's giving off tall That's, vibes. Yeah, I have, I have, different. I have no, no tips for being tall. Um. Okay, That's, my tips for yeah. giving off a tall vibe. Um. If you could somehow, and I don't know exactly how you would do this, but and it might be difficult, if you could somehow become an actor who was famous for like. Martial arts movies, but also some com comedic movies, and you did a lot of your own okay. stunts. I think you would, you would give off a lot of very tall vibes. Yeah, yeah, um, that's that's a, that's a good call. Yeah. Uh, well, I was thinking is that first postures everything. Yeah. Uh, second, if you can find some shoes that are lifted, 
No, no, but no. They I want to stop you like... there, Jeremy. Because that's making yourself really tall. No, and no, no, that's no, no, not no. what this person I, is asking for. Because this I, person could have gotten taller. They want to exude tall vibes without affecting their personal height. But but what I'm saying... No, well, okay. That, that, that you, uh, that, I don't think so. I okay. think you can be taller than you are, but not be tall, but still give off tall vibes. I'm suggesting this person gets a two-inch lift on their shoes, uh, disguises that lift as, you know, the ground and people. So, or, or uh, like I don't feet, know what right? that means. So, don't know what that so, means so, at all, okay. Jeremy. <laughs> so, okay, so you have a two-inch lift, right? So you need to compensate two inches somewhere. So what I'm suggesting is you paint, you know, it's like the bottom of the, the foot where the sole is. Uh, not the foot, the shoe. Uh, you mean there's two the inches sole? there. That is real estate. Uh, well, we're lifting shoes, so who even knows? Oh, so you're what saying call that advertisement there? I'm putting, yeah, I'm saying put something there that draws the eye away from that. Where advertisements could be useful, where you glance. I don't want to see an ad for, but I am hungry for burgers. But I'm not going to look at this ad anymore. Um, we'll have to bleep that one too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, so you're trying to get people all right slightly different take on this but i like it you put a lift on your shoes right but you don't want people to look at it too much because that would make people know that you are trying to give off tall vibes so what you do is you paint the bottoms of your shoes to look like you stepped in like a dead bird or something so that oh, when people okay. look they're like oh 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 and then they look away see i think um, you just paint them the same color as your your feet so it looks like you just have really tall feet <laughs> and that way no one no one's like no one's gonna be like oh that that's weird like why do they have big shoes they just have they just have feet big feet yeah you could also do you know a classic comedy scenario of you're walking out of the bathroom with toilet paper stuck to your shoe uh instead of one singular sheet of toilet paper it could just be the whole roll of toilet paper that you're st- constantly just the whole roll. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. squishing on yeah <laughs> Oh, it's just a uh, little bit of toilet paper from when I left the bathroom, <laughs> you say, as you remove one of the big industrial rolls of toilet paper that they put inside <laughs> those, like, big plastic things. You're like, yep. oh, silly me. But all that to say is, if you ever wore, like, taller shoes, you feel taller, even if it's, like, a half an inch. So I think by uh, having this energy of being just a little bit taller than you normally are, you can give off these tall vibes. I agree. I think I think my 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 tip is um be named Jackie Chan. That's probably going to help you a bit. Uh-huh. And if I, you can't get Chan, at least get Jackie in there somewhere. Yeah. I know that you usually have a little bit less control about the the second one, but but if you can get Jackie, <laughs> I think that's I think that's definitely going to put you, you put you ahead of pretty much everyone else. Uh-huh. Jackie has a tall, lot of tall letters. You got that's a, a, that's J a really and a K. Point. That's true. It's got a J. It's got I. I, which is already it. trying to be taller. Jackie Chan it's got, spells it's it. Like, it's like it's it's I. Cool, cool, um, cool. But I, if you think about it, it's like a little. It's got its stuff, but it's, it's really trying to push the envelope. So it's it's throwing up a little bit of what, itself uh, to just seem a little taller. Yeah. Disconnected too. I mean, unless you're yeah. going with a capital I, then it's just going to tower over. Well, I mean, but then, and the K, I, K and H are also... Sorry, well, H? I'm NC looking at Chan. Chan. Oh, okay. I was like, but I don't the think K, there's going to be... I was like, 
K is a pretty tall letter. Even a lowercase K is, really K is gonna touch that top line of like you know the top and bottom. And actually, like J, even if you even if you lowercase that, that's still same situation as I. Yeah, and it's just like as someone down. who has written a lot of J's, both capital and lowercase, I can say I definitely give if it's the start of a word, it's got a little extra on it. It's uh-huh. got a little bit. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it's wearing some 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 platform shoes. Yeah, it's got a few lifts on it. Okay, so for number two, if monkeys are so smart, I almost read this, if monkeys are so smart, uh, why don't they uh, reveal against humans? And I believe reveal is supposed to be rebel. Yeah, I gotta um, be. Although we can I mean, explore reveal as well. <laughs> that is, <laughs> that is a sure. space that's, that exists. <laughs> to be sure we, yeah, we get all the angles on it. Yeah. Um, now, I do think monkeys this so has... Smart? I do think this has been explored a little bit. Um, in multiple Planet of the Apes movies, yeah. Yeah. Like, there are many of them. There's a couple. I'm pretty sure there's at least three. There's at least at least a few. <laughs> <laughs> Good call. <laughs> so, I mean, we don't really... Yeah, I guess... So, like, is this person watching one of these, you know, planets of the apes? I don't. I don't think this person's ever heard of Planet of the Apes. This person's distracted for sure. When was they this said posted? Reveal. Could this? Could this possible? Hold on. <laughs> yeah, you you find out when. What is it? King Kong? Is that what you're thinking about? Was this posted in 1967? <laughs> one year prior to the release of Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Maybe this was posted <laughs> in in research of Planet of the Apes. Here's what I can say. This specific question on this board was posted 24 days ago. But, you know, it, it could have been like one of those like where everyone, everyone asked book. the exact same question in tons of different places. Yeah. So. I would, I would venture to guess that this was, this was just a repost of like several from thousand reposts. Yeah. Um, and this was from one of, the, one of the writers of Planet of the Apes. Um, <laughs> They were trying to get ideas, and in doing so, they were asking around about monkey intelligence, sorry, ape intelligence, because um, technically they're different. Um, and I think they just, I think eventually they did stumble upon an answer, but I think that answer was lost to time, so someone else is just reposting the question. Yeah, and so... so- okay, so, so they, this person was slipping through a book. On the one page, it was... If monkeys are so smart, why don't they reveal against humans? And on the next page was, well, or on the next, where the page would have been is a ripped, torn page that had the answer on it that we'll never know. <laughs> and nobody right. knows. Yeah, it's in, yeah, yeah, exactly. Indiana Jones style. It's in a crate in a giant warehouse. <laughs> lost to time. <laughs> lost to time. Do you think so? That answer was lost, and then Planet of the Apes was made speculatively. You know, right, they didn't they, find they, the answer, kind of... but they were like, "Ah, oh, that's a good question, though. We will think about that." And they went on to make the movie. Yeah, Ooh, I think it was going or, with some expectations. Or this is one super smart monkey trying to figure out: has this done before? What are the weak points that we have that we can construct against? And then, again, this is going back to 1984, or. Not 1984. That's so this, 60, this is a monkey in 1967. <laughs> yes. He's like, well, why couldn't we? And I like that because then they're thinking, all right, we need to figure, like, why can't we? Why haven't we so far? Yeah, the what's humans are going to tell us that. 
They're going to tell us yeah. all the reasons why, and then I can get to work solving those problems. These monkeys were woke. <laughs> so we can reveal against the humans. Yeah. Yeah, These I mean, that's how you can tell. Woke. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Wow. Well, that was a fun one. I like thinking about that one. Um, but what I don't like is touching the Statue of Liberty because um, I've never felt it. Um, so this next person asks, what does the Statue of Liberty physically feel like? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, it's, I should word it correctly. What does the Statue of Liberty feel like physically? Huh. Now, if I'm remembering correctly, the Statue of Liberty was once like bronze copper. I guess I probably was copper because I'm well, pretty I, sure it was made I would argue copper. that it still is. Uh, well, we can never know. Um, <laughs> I guess, yeah, but, fair All enough. right, if you want to believe that, Ryan. <laughs> you know what? That, yeah. They stand correct. Sheep. <laughs> but welcome, welcome I felt Jack's a lot of pennies in welcome my Welcome back days. to Jack's Conspiracy Corner. You think we still have the original <laughs> Statue of Liberty? What a child. <laughs> <laughs> you want to expound on that, Jack? If you... Because... Uh, yeah, the Statue of Liberty... I feel like you could answer this question uh, pretty quickly then. Yeah, yeah. So, well, first off, the Statue of Liberty has been replaced, um, and it is now filled with 100,000 live worms uh, painted green to look like the Statue of Liberty. Um, nobody ever gets close enough to see that it is wriggling around. Yeah, I think everything's shut down there, so... Yep, it's actually chicken wire filled with worms. Oh, okay. wow. Yeah, so it gives it the general shape of the Statue of Liberty, the, you know, the the real Statue of Liberty and that's that all no you longer need. exists. Yeah, you take a picture from 50 feet away, does it look like the Statue of Liberty? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it does. Um, but I think the person wanted to ask this question because maybe they were, you know, maybe they found a book that they liked about the Statue of Liberty really interesting, and maybe after a couple hours reading it, they started to feel, you know, a little bit, a little bit attached to the Statue of Liberty. Maybe they're thinking about what it would feel to be held in the arms of the Statue oh, of Liberty. Oh, so they, they were looking for intimacy with oh. the Statue of Liberty. And, and wow. it doesn't have to be anything nefarious, <laughs> no, but I mean, no. what, like, what does a warm embrace from right. the, the statue itself feel like, you know? I think that's both sweet and a little sad. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the cold, wriggly touch of the worms around your, your sad body. Now, weirdly enough, is, correct me if I'm wrong, I think that is the plot of Planet of the Apes, right? I, I, I think so. I think the reason the apes rebel is because they see the, the Statue of Liberty and they want to get missing. a good, warm hug from it. Oh, so and they, the, the apes know that, that, that it's been switched. They're like, we're so smart. Right, they figured it we've out. We've noticed that you've switched it, humans. Well, meanwhile, us humans are like, oh, 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 it's the same Statue of Liberty. Yep. Um, and they get so mad so, <laughs> that they yeah. rebel against humankind. <laughs> they reveal against humankind. They reveal. <laughs> they reveal. <gasps> oh, my gosh. We cracked oh, the and, code. And if you, if you watch that famous scene from Planet of the Apes where he's on the beach and there's the Statue of Liberty, right? If you look yeah. close enough, that lady, that lady's made of worms. Yeah, it's hard to tell because it was filmed so long ago that the picture isn't the highest of quality. <laughs> but if you look close enough, yeah, you can tell. And it was actually right after they had done it, so the paint was really new. So it was a lot harder to tell than it is now. Right. Admittedly. So the, the Statue of Liberty was a, a gift from France, right? 
Mm -hmm. Yes, but you're getting dangerously close to things that I have no idea about. So no, no, no. We're gonna we're gonna so no, lightly, we're gonna play around a little bit. I think so. <laughs> so they they chose to do this woman holding a torch. <laughs> what are some other? So this is like a like this is on our currency. I'm pretty sure this is a pretty iconic image from um, for Americans. Uh, uh, Okay, you can't. I don't think you can say it's not. No, no, no. If I'm you look saying, at the Statue, the Statue of Liberty, Liberty on. Okay, yes, yes, yes. It does. It is on yeah. our money. I'm just stupid and don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I mean, I just think it'd be funny to posit some other things that it could have been that wasn't this woman holding a book and a torch. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I don't know. Like a horse with four legs, which is that's a normal, a normal horse. horse. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> What a silly idea. A horse with four legs? Crazy. <laughs> How would it even get around? Uh, it could have been a Pokeball. We... That's true. Pokeball, um, welcome to America. We choose you. I think the Statue of Liberty itself could just be replaced with Mewtwo. Just a big with Mewtwo? The, a, the living Mewtwo, yes. Yeah. Um, maybe like... You know, maybe like a big sign that shows like the average gas price. Okay, <laughs> so it's like, so it's 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 got form and function. Yeah, you know, you're coming in, and you're like, you know, give us your tired, your poor, you know, the whatever it says on the. I'm stupid, but just so it you says know what you're getting into. Statue of Liberty, but and also you're like, oh, geez, gas is pretty expensive around here. <laughs> right. If they were thinking a little bit more of the West Coast expansion, get some some surfer bros. Uh, high in ten. Well, really quick like, to ex to expand on Jack's gas price idea. It's not just like one gas price. It you know those places that have like have, it has it has, it has well no, no no it has it has like the clocks of like every major city around yeah. the world. It it's has the, the gas prices of every every major city around the country. So it's just, Ooh, and then there's like a rotating a small town in there because that's that's really how you get the oh the yeah that's how you sense, get visitors right? yeah. And it's, it's like, oh, your gas New York prices City? have to be under three dollars a gallon to even get people like to get on the board. So that's how <laughs> right. it's it, it. First off, it drives people to get gas, you know, towns to get gas prices lower because then you can get featured on the board, drive tourism. And then, you know. I don't have another thing. I think we just solved first the off, gas. That's because it's the it. Gas that's it. That's it. We did it. Well, I can finally get all, rid of all my plastic bags filled with gas <laughs> that I keep in my basement next to my furnace. I gotta dump out my, my wicker basket collection. full of it. I wish that was a joke. <laughs> I mean, it's a joke for you, but I wish yeah, definitely. it was a joke for America. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question for you guys. Yeah, what's up? Uh, no thanks. Who do you think would win between two beloved Jack Black characters? One being Poe the Panda from Kung Fu Panda. Mm -hmm. The other being Dewey Finn slash quote unquote Ned Schneebly, the main teacher and protagonist of School of Rock. The maybe Rock. 2001 film. No, 2001 feels way too late for, or too early for that. Too early. Yeah, I would say 2006. Uh, where Jack Black Kung Fu Panda of course is a film where Jack Black voices a panda character who finds out he is a, a you know a foretold kung fu hero spoiler uh, alert, school by the of way. rock 
spoiler alerts by the well no no that's like the beginning of the movie that they say like you know you're the one and he's like yeah oh. but if you've never seen the movie that's a spoiler oh yeah that's fair, that's fair. but also like why would you go see a movie if you literally had no idea <laughs> what it was because it's jack like, Black even the trailers playing a, playing a panda and if you haven't seen it by now then you deserve to get spoiled um wow okay school of rock of course um character his brother's a teacher he he needs some money so he pretends to be his brother which by the way super not a good idea Wait, wasn't right his brother like, i thought it was just like his roommate it might have been his roommate i think it was his roommate his roommate's a teacher and he, he takes his teacher his roommate's place uh when he gets a phone call because he needs some money and then he ends up finding a group of kids who are really cool and good at music and they make a band and they you know do music things it's a silly film but it actually is pretty entertaining uh and these are going to be the two contestants of today's tell me about who you think would win nice and do you, would you guys want to know what they're going to be doing? No. All right. Yeah. I'll talk, talk to you guys later. <laughs> no, uh, these two will be smithing a sword from scratch. Okay. Which. Interesting. Might actually come useful. Become, or maybe I should say a sword. Maybe I should say a weapon. Maybe an axe. A weapon. And, or a sword. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Well. This will be interesting because uh, they are going to be at a, a town carnival. Oh, well, that's uh, think perfect. Like, well, yeah, exactly. Think about one of those places where, like, you know, every year a uh, couple people for a week set up a roller coaster and a big swing <laughs> yep. um, and have funnel cake. One of those big um, slides that you get in a sack and slide down. Yes. Oh, yeah. The classic. Some rigged games. <laughs> And on the corner of the property, a booth where two versions of Jack Black are squaring <laughs> off in a battle for the ages in which they are creating with their bare hands a new weapon. Ah, bare hands. I get it. With Kung Fu Panda. Panda bare hands. Yeah. Uh, now, are these part of the attraction? Do you think? Yeah, I think. I think. I think it's well, one of like, so the main events. Maybe, maybe you can buy the weapon afterwards. Maybe, you know, it's like. Oh, there's a raffle. Thing. Oh yeah. Ooh. So the all day, you know, they make so they're making a weapon or like over the course of the fair, over the course of the weekend. Right. They're making a weapon and you there's going to be judges to judge a better weapon and you put your raffle ticket in for which one you think is going to win and then if you if that person wins, they draw a name out of their tickets to see who gets mm. the sword. I like it. This is not a bad idea. So, yeah, first of all, it sounds great. I would definitely go to this. But yeah. um, then we have a clear winner, right? Because it's, it's, there's twofold, right? You got to win the sword contest, but then you also got to sell more tickets. Right. Interesting. So who can look the most competent versus who is actually the most competent? Correct. Or are they the same person? Now, yeah, because it's a balancing act. What I think is important to note here is this beginning of movie of those characters or end of movie because the characteristics of those characters changes drastically from beginning to end. All right, this is a two-night event. Okay. Night one <laughs> takes place before the events of the movies. Night two takes or day two-day event rather. Day one takes place before the events of the movies. Day two takes place after the events of the movies. I like so it. So that they can take all their lessons and everything that they've learned and okay. put it into their blades. But they Overnight, do have to keep going. You can't scrap they, your stuff and start over. 
they have a dream overnight that is each of their movies yes. in which they learn all of the information. No, they each just respectively they... watch their own movies. <laughs> they sit down that night and watch it. And they're like, wow, I really, I do be learning things in this, huh? Yeah. Okay. So now, let's talk about day off, one. So what I would say is initially, I think Dewey probably has the advantage just simply because of confidence level. Like he went into that in the, in the movie, he went into the, the class situation, very confident, ready to take on the world. Um, I mean, so I th- totally I th- willing to, to break a lot of laws. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so I he's understand willing to get I mean, anything the early two thousands were a different time, but I mean, I, I think even back then pretending to be somebody who cares for children is a pretty tough, tough sell. Right. Um, high risk, high reward. Yeah. Uh, the, the reward <laughs> being true. you get a cool band of kids. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you're right. I think he's confident. I in the beginning of that movie, he tries to stage dive into a crowd that clearly is not into it. And if that doesn't scream confidence, then I don't know what. Does. If that's not tall energy, I don't know what is. And and Poe the panda <laughs> at the beginning of Kung Fu Panda, and it's been a while since I've partaken, so I can't be sure anymore but i'm pretty sure he is pretty self-conscious about his kung fu abilities you know yeah, he's, I think he's pretty timid he's boisterous in his his joking but once it comes to kung fuing i mean he just doesn't really know what's going on yeah now a, a panda bear does I, i'd imagine have have quite the the muscle behind him yes mm-hmm. uh so i think i think you know with confidence uh it can only make up so much so before we kind of start leaning a little bit to Dewey's side, uh, which I think we were going to. I think Kung Fu Panda uh, Poe, Kung Fu Panda's Poe, sorry, um, has, has, I would say, not an insignificant strength advantage when, when clobbering this iron. I, okay. I, don't dis- I don't disagree, but I would argue that's, part, part of that strength comes from his emotional strength. Uh, which I don't think he has day one. So I think I think he falls behind a little bit day one. Um, well, so well, it's actually, not, well, I don't think we should here, say he was falling how behind I was, just yet. Here's what I was thinking, right? He does have a lot of strength, and I imagine day one of this competition is going to be a lot of that early, you know, weapon making mm-hmm. stuff. You got to pound yep. out. You start with your ingots, right? You got to pound it out. You got to flatten it out. You got to do some folding. You got to do some of that stuff, and. That's, you know, you're not going to get into the finesse as much in this early stage, I don't think. I think it is going to be a powers game. So while Dewey, I think Dewey's got a good advantage in his confidence because he starts right away, right? He knows, okay, I, I can make a weapon. I'm just going to start hammering, get that going. So he's got a pretty good lead. However, comma, Poe, once he is done kind of, you know, not freaking out, but thinking like, oh, I don't know how to do this. How am I going to make a sword? Blah, blah, blah. He uh, he gets started, and it might be clumsy, but the strength behind the blows definitely does catch him up to Dewey. I think I think even though he was a little bit, I keep wanting to say trepidatious, but that is not a word. A Did little it? bit reserved from the beginning. Uh, I think his his power will kind of make up for it. So I I. Personally, I, I think they're going into the second day pretty much neck and neck. I think Dewey is still a little bit ahead, but I I agree with what you said. I I think they're within probably five minutes of each other. They've got the general. Uh, how about this? Instead of saying who's ahead or who's not, 
why don't we just say both of them have the general structure of yeah, the weapon day that one they're ends, choosing to yeah, build. And there's there's and I th- I think Kung Fu Panda is gonna build one of those swords, right? Mm-hmm. One of yep. those swords, like a you know the one, oh, it's a <laughs> kung fu sword. You know, it's like the big curved one, and it's got like a tassel on the end. You know what I'm talking about, like yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. like a Xian, but like not. Um, I think that would be cool. And then I, th- you're right, Ryan. You said it earlier. I think Dewey Finn's gonna be making a big axe. Yeah, I think you gotta you know, wooden post in the middle, double sided axe. I think that's that's huge. All right, the sun falls in the sky. They both turn on their televisions. Um, po, do they fall po, asleep on po, the couch? No, Poe turns Disney to XD. Disney XD for for Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> yeah, for their nineteenth. Dewey, Dewey goes to of FX. Kung Fu Panda today. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep, both, yep. Dewey, I think, does fall asleep on the couch because just by nature, I think he's just that kind of guy. He kind of just can fall asleep wherever he wants. Poe. I think has a ritual that he performs at night. Nothing crazy or anything, but I think he goes through a routine to make sure he has some some sameness throughout his life. Some spoons, yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, day two. All right. We're on, the, I mean, the sun, it's, it's like 9 a.m., fair's opening up. You're starting to get the whiff of the early morning funnel cakes and our two contestants <laughs> the 10 a.m funnel cake yeah you know those are the best ones like you know how you go to a bakery in the morning to get the best bread it's like that <laughs> um they're walking up to their booths what what lessons have been learned by these characters that are now going to aid them in their sword weapon making quest i think the big one off the bat is is post confidence post confidence right? kinda... sky high you're right yeah. yeah. I mean, it was in him all along. The secret ingredient was trusting yourself and journeying over desti- destination, like that kind of thing. Um, so not only, I think, in a parallel to the film where he holds up, so this is an actual spoiler alert for Kung Fu Panda, <laughs> just in case you haven't seen it yet. Uh, at the end of the film, he holds up the scroll, he's looking at it, and it's reflecting himself, and he realizes that the, you know, the, the secret was himself all along. He's going to do the same exact thing when he holds up his blade in the sunlight and sees his reflection. He's going to be rem- reminded of that day mm-hmm. when he was, and he's going to be like, oh my gosh, I can see myself in this weapon, both physically and literally, but also metaphorically speaking and without another (laughs) word i think he begins to hammer much more carefully this time it definitely looks a lot more reserved but it is purposeful and that's that's i think very important that's the one i that's the one thing i wanted to mention was i think with his uh newfound confidence comes a sense of focus as well um because before he he had just that raw strength of being a panda bear but i think now that he's gotten the lesson and he's He's kind of internalized everything. He he sees himself in the sword. I think one thing that comes with that is being able to focus all that raw power and direct it towards a specific task, which is in this case, designing that sword, finalizing it, the looks of it. And what's what's our friend Dewey doing on the other side? I I don't know if how much Dewey has maybe changed, but I, I would posit that in terms of crowd uh, spirit, 
I feel like Dewey's got the crowd on his side, and I don't necessarily mean that, like, with the ticket counter that we're doing, but I mean that in the... It's a party, and Dewey likes to party. Oh, yeah. And you know, he's, he's in his natural state. There's music on. He's clanging the, the, the hammer to the beat of the songs. It's really oh, yeah. awesome. It's very cool. Um, the crowds are really into it. You're right. I, I, I can definitely see that happening. You know what, guys? Actually, so I don't want to jump too far ahead to deciding who we win, but I don't know how much time we have, and I don't want to get too deep in the weeds because I, I think, think I think we're about ready to decide. If we're going to be voting here, I know we talked about the two, you know, who's better, who has a better weapon and who gets more raffle votes. I think we might have a bit of a tie on our hands because, and hear me out right. here, while Poe is able to make a beautiful weapon, and I think his sword comes out very, very well. It is edged. He, you know, he slices some stuff with it. It's strong. Like the structural integrity of the blade is there. Um, There's a design on it. Yeah, little, it's it's engraved. Etching. Yeah, dragons some, some like dumplings. you know intertwined. It's yeah, he, yeah, it's got dumplings oh, on it yeah. because that's his whole thing. It's got noodles, which is Poe's whole. Yeah, beautiful. It's awesome. The crowd, I mean, the crowd likes it. They're definitely like, oh wow, that's a beautiful piece. The judges are enamored. I mean, they're they're ama- it's amazing. Dewey's axe is it's an axe. It's it's definitely it's edged. It you know it's it's thick but it's, you it's know, certainly utilitarian in nature. It's the first sor- it's the first action you get in the Skyrim. Like, yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it's 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 every video game's version of the rusty iron axe. You yep. know, it's serviceable. It works for you. It's it's not pretty, uh, but it it would it handles a swing, a commendable effort for sure on Dewey's part. But the the experience that he was able to provide for the patrons of this fair was. Unlike any other, and I think in a moment that is very similar to how the end of School of Rock works, again, another spoiler for an early 2000s movie, (laughs) um, they lose the battle of the bands, right? They lose to a band called No Vacancy, whose guitar player in the movie is now like a district attorney in California or something. Little little, little, uh, fun fact for you there. Uh, At the end of that movie... They lose the battle of band, but the whole crowd's like, oh, School of Rock, and they're chanting, they're like, yeah, come on, School of Rock, and they play an encore. I think the same thing's going to happen. The judge is going to come out, and they're like, obviously, we choose Poe's sword to win, and like, there's some clapping and everything, but then there's a little like murmur through the crowd, it's like, oh, what's that? And you hear like, what's that? Oh, it's people running over, buying raffle tickets, writing their names on them, and shoving them in Dewey's bin. Right. Because he has won the hearts of the crowd, and they, although he has not won the sword competition, Dewey has been able to, to enamor a whole audience, and they love him, and they want him to know that. So he ends up getting like 300 more raffle tickets than Poe does. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which leads, to me, leads these two guys into a... Uh, into a stalemate. All right, I, hear me out. I love it. And I think this is their grift. This, they go around every town. Oh, my God. Tying. Oh, they're and just together. Breaking they're, in the money. They're roommates. Oh, they're my roommates. God. 
They went home after the first night and they watched Kung Fu Panda. And as soon as Kung Fu Panda was over, they put on School of Rock. Yes. And that's <laughs> yep. why you didn't catch it at first, but they both looked kind of sleepy when they were coming in this morning. And that's why I mentioned it was early. <laughs> and that's why that's why Dewey slept on the couch, because Poe has the bed. They live in a one-bedroom yes. apartment. Oh, my gosh. And they're not that close <laughs> yet. No. It's only been a couple of months. They're professional <laughs> workers, but they are becoming good friends. <laughs> Guys, I don't even know if I can do a recap on that one. I think I think that was the recap. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, honestly, guys, we are the real losers on this one because we (laughs) definitely just got scammed by Pope the Panda and Dewey Finn. (laughs) The second successful scam that Dewey Finn was able to pull off. (laughs) Oh, man. How can we ever financially recover from this? Um one thing that can help us uh, is if you share this podcast, if you liked it. Um, we have highlights that we post on our Facebook, uh, which is Tell Me About That Podcast, uh, as well as our Twitter, at TMATpod. If you uh, would like to email us any comments, questions, suggestions, uh, any articles, not articles, what do you call them, Reddit questions, uh, please feel free to do so at tell me about that tell me about that podcast at gmail.com. I'm trying to take it a little bit slower. I really kind of rushed into it. Kind of provide some energy, but I I need to back off a little bit. Yeah, foot off the gas. Cause there's no way we get uh to reach more people besides you sharing the podcast uh and rating us on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Uh, I forget if they're two separate entities now or not. Um But that's gonna do it for us today. I've been Jeremy. I've been Ryan. And I've been Jack. Oh, I see you've picked out one of the Tell Me About Who Would Win uh, jokes that we do in the podcast. Those are actually on sale right now for $5.99. If you want to just follow me, I can take you right up to the front of the counter. Like my last place, the... uh... The, the AC was like, but now it's like, uh, you cut out. Yeah, I didn't hear either of those sounds. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs>